0: What's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack. And today, we're going to be chatting all about like effective communication as a leader and how to be effective in your communication and why it's so important to be able to chat with people and be able to get them to understand your vision and what you want and being able to share that with them. So we're going to talk all about that right after we cube theme song. All right, we'll see you guys in a minute. The big question is this. Awesome. So glad you guys are still here and glad you decided to stick around for this effective communication one. So this is going to be really fun. Now, effective communication is big words. Both of them are big for me. So don't get stressed. I'm not a huge big word fan. So we're going to simplify this. We're going to make it super calm. We're going to take some of the super complex like communication and we're going to make it really, really simple. So the first thing we want to do is I want to start with this. Okay. If you've been loving these episodes, would you share these with somebody? Would you like tell five people about them. Could you do that for me? That'd be super awesome if you could do that. Number two, if you've been liking them, you should subscribe to these so that they download automatically to your inbox. I haven't checked my stats lately. I was actually going to go check them today. Last time I checked, we were in like 18 countries, which is crazy cool. Okay. 18 countries, like not States, countries. That is awesome. I love it. Anyways. So I just want to continue to share. I want to continue to spread the word. And, And here's the thing is like, Man, we never know where these podcasts are going to go. Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't know where the podcasts or vlogs are going to go whenever we start. I've got a topic that I want to talk about. And usually it's kind of like this, you get inside of Dan's mind and you, you don't know where you're going to end up. You might take this beautiful bumpy road that's on the back end that's gravel, or you might be on this freeway being like, pew, straight to the point. But a lot of times it's like, ooh, squirrel, right? And so I apologize for some of that stuff, but it's also, you know, you're getting the raw real Dan and that's one of the things that comes up and that's one of the things that you're going to get. And that's what... Makes this so unique, right? Is that, so if you like it, share it, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you don't, don't waste your time. All right, I'm just going to get out of the road right now. If you don't like this, don't waste your time. Just go away. Just move on. Just find something else. I can give you like 20 other podcasts you can listen to that'd be super awesome. Um, Well, maybe not. You probably wouldn't like those either. If you don't like this one, you probably wouldn't like those. Anyways, I digress. My point is, is like, share this with somebody, please. That would be a huge favor to me and I would really enjoy that. Alright, let's talk about effective communication. Did you see how I just effectively communicated the point of what I want you to do to you? Do you see that? Like, what did I want you to do? I wanted you to like this. I wanted you to share it with how many people? Five people. Right? And 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 subscribe and get them downloaded. And I told you how many countries we were in the last time I checked, but I, you know, like the number's probably not accurate today, right? Countries. I told you all of that stuff. Do you know why I told you that stuff? Because I wanted to communicate effectively how important it is to me that you share this. And you know that I want to share this message with the world. And you get that now because I communicated in a way that you understood. I didn't come in and go, oh, well, you know, if you like this, could you please share it? And, um... Well, uh, I really kind of like doing this stuff, but it's like not really my thing. And do, Right? Do you see the difference in the two of those? And I didn't come in and I go, hey, share this with somebody else or I'm going to kick your butt. Right? I didn't do either of those. I know. Somebody's just laughing. I just scared the crap out of them and they spilled their coffee or drink all of them. They're like, ah! <laughs> anyways, I'm kidding. But you know what I mean? Well, maybe I'm not kidding. But anyways, you know what I mean? Like my communication was raw. It was real. It was authentic. And that made you want it even more. That made you want to do it. And that made you understand it. All right? A lot of times, a lot of times as leaders, we get to a point where we're asking somebody to do something. And we're almost ashamed to ask them to do something. Some of us are this way. Some of us, like, we go, "Uh, well, you know, could I get you to maybe, if you have time, to do this for me? And we kind of look at the ground. We don't really look at them. You know where they could see that we're not doing a great job communicating what we want from them, or we come to them, we go, we go, yeah, hey, I really need you to do this, 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 and this, and we give them a list of things to do, but it's maybe over their head. It's something they've never done before, and they're kind of lost. And they don't go, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what you want. See that fly? I caught him. Anyways, um, <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying, like. We don't do a great job communicating as leaders sometimes, and that makes our team ineffective. And so whenever we effectively communicate what we want and what we need and what our goals are, then our team can help us effectively get to it. Otherwise, they're ineffective. And we think it's their fault, but a lot of times it's our fault because we didn't communicate with them effectively. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing. Get this. Get this. It's not just the leader's job to communicate. It's everybody on the team's job to communicate. If I come to you and I say, hey, I need you to book a room. I need to book a live event in four days and here, 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 here. This is where I want to do it. This is what I want to do. I want to get 50 people in each room. So I need this, this, and this, and this. I might have effectively communicated to you, but you might have this whole pile of stuff over here that you need to do that's daunting. And I just gave you this pile of stuff that you need to do, right? And you're torn as to which one's important. So it's your job to let your team know as a leader, right? Hey, you need to let me know what I can help you with, how I can make this more manageable, how I can effectively help you. And by opening up that communication both ways, the team is going to come over in there and they're going to go, yeah, hey, I've got this big pile of stuff over here that I'm doing. It's really important. It's this audit for these guys and, and their new customer to us. Um, how important are these events? Can they, can they wait till next week? Right? Can we push this stuff off till next week? And I can be like, Oh yeah, next week, no problem. Let me uh see if I've got somebody else who can get the live events going or at least get started on it so that we can have you know our foot in the door and start running with it as we as you come on as you get done with this audit. Do you see how easy that is? This is like so simple to have that t- style of communication. And then guess what happens? Guess what happens? Now all of a sudden, this person who is like oh. Uh, I'm so busy and overwhelmed they told you they're busy and overwhelmed they told you why they communicated effectively and you were like oh yeah let me help you right we were able to help each other out because of it um my big point here is is like you have to teach people that it's okay to communicate and as a leader we have to teach them how to communicate as well and we have to give them that permission to communicate with us right does that make sense A lot of times, people are scared to chat with leaders. And do you know why? It's because you have a position of authority in their mind. Even if you have zero authority in the world, they're scared to talk to you about stuff. So you have to be approachable when it comes to communication. And you have to be effective with your communication. So what do you think? Do you think I would be effective if I came into my team and I said, Hey, you've got to get this stuff done by Friday or that's it, you're fired. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think they'll have it done by Friday? Probably. Most likely. They'll get it done Friday afternoon, late, late afternoon. Are they going to feel good about what they did? No. Right? Do you, see, do you see the difference? And if I come up to them and I go, hey, I really need this stuff done. Can you get it done by Friday morning, preferably? I'll bet they've got it done by Thursday morning, depending on when I ask them for it. Hardly ever, unless something goes wrong. Do I ask somebody for something and they don't have it done early because of the way that I communicate with them? Like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I've had, I've had one person one time who I was like, hey, I need this done by then. And it would be like two weeks later. And I had to constantly badger and follow up with them. And guess what? They don't work for us anymore. You don't need to keep people like that on the bus. You need good people on your team, not bad people. And the way you get good people is by communicating what you want effectively. Now in the last podcast we talked a little bit about like telling people the end destination. And I got a little bit of pushback from it. They're like, "Damn, not everybody needs to know the end destination. They just need to know to get on the damn bus and go." No. That's not the cool that's the, like like think about this. Think about this. Do you want to know where you're going? Of course you do. Cuz if I'm going to go to Alaska, I'm going to pack it considerably different than if I'm going to go to Orlando or Phoenix or North Dakota. And if I know that it's going to take me 6 months to get there, I'm going to be prepared, and as as a, as a leader, we need to communicate with our team, our vision. Don't just come in and be like, "Yep, your vision is to get your job done." I had a boss like that one time, and he was a boss, and he was a prick, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and and like honest to goodness, he he was like the worst communicator ever in the entire world. He would come in and go. Your job is to do this. And he had this phrase, and I'm going to use this phrase, so excuse my language on this phrase. The white-on chicken shit still chicken shit. It was like, what's the point of that? Like, why would you use that phrase? Like, I understand what you're talking about, but that's like the stupidest phrase ever. Of course it's still poop. That's like... I, I, I don't even... I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to give it stuff. But like, he was the worst communicator ever. Ever because he would just say, Go fix this, take care of it. And he thought he was phenomenal when he barked orders at you like that. And he thought he was like, Oh, people revere me. No, people hated him. And that's why he got fired. And I kept my job whenever he tried to go after me because people liked me and because I was a great communicator. He, man, it, it was a joke. We could get into this. I'm not downgrading people. I'm not talking bad about people. That's not what I'm doing here. That's not the point of this podcast. That's not the person I am. But I just I just have to laugh at the communication of people. It was, it was so funny. Um, I will tell you this story, actually, because it does relate to communication. And it relates to how good communication makes a big difference. So I was actually on vacation for a couple of weeks. And we had his boss calls me. His name was Todd. He calls me. I'm in Canada on vacation of all places. And he's like, hey, Dan, you got a minute to chat? And I was like, yeah, sure. I got a minute to chat, Todd. Todd's not very good at communication either. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he was a great guy either, but he's like, Hey, so, uh, your boss, his name is Paul, Paul, um, he's saying that you're not doing anything and that you're disrespecting him everywhere you go and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. Well, have you called any of the places that I've gone to actually chat with those people to see if I'm doing my job there to see if I'm communicating clearly with them to see if they know what's expected of them to see if they're growing and gaining appreciation and that that our team is moving forward. And he's like, no, I've never thought about that. I just kind of listened to Paul and had to hear what he had to say. And I thought I'd call you. I said, well, my suggestion is don't talk to me because I can lie to you just like Paul can lie to you. Call the people of all these places that he's saying that I've been to that don't have any clue about what's going on and chat with them and get their opinion on me and get their opinion on him. Don't take my word for it. Take their word for it. Call these places. And we had like six different companies all across the United States, and I didn't tell him to just call the companies that I work for. I said, call these other companies, call this guy down here, call this gal over here, call this person down here, and I gave him, like, different areas, right, to talk to, because I knew that my communication with these people was very clear. I knew that they were learning. I knew that they liked working with me, and um, long story short, right, after a couple weeks of stuff, Paul ended up quitting, and... I was in quotes, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I forget sometimes that you can't see my hands on the podcast. He ended up quitting um, because his communication wasn't any good. Because he couldn't communicate, he had he had come in and attempted to build up this rule of lies around me as a bad leader, as a horrible leader. The movie "Horrible Bosses." I think he gives all those bosses a run for their money, and that's a comedy, right? But anyways, he, he, um, his communication at all these places, he thought he was killing it, but because his communication as a leader was no good, he like every single one of the places that his boss called to verify what was going on. Cause he'd been to all these places. He talked to all these people. I had been to all these places. I'd talked to all these people. They knew me and they knew him as this, for lack of better words, prick that showed up that barked orders down their throats and told them how to do stuff and told them exactly how they would do it or they would be fired and he had no hiring or firing authority. He was an ex-cop, nothing against ex-cops. Cops are great, love cops, glad people make that life decision to protect us. It's um, we, it's a whole different topic though. Um, But anyways, he, he, he said this ego, he had this huge attitude and he thought that he was this great communicator, but he sucked at communicating. Whereas me, I was very humble and meek whenever I talked to people, I I had authority to an extent, right? Like they trusted me because I would speak with authority, but not speak at them with tone, huge difference in communicating, speaking with tone and speaking with authority is two completely different things. Speaking authority is knowing is, is giving the impression that you know what you're talking about. Speaking with tone is talking down to them that they don't know anything and you know everything, all right? And that's what he did. He spoke with tone because he was his ex-cop and he retired from the Texas Highway Patrol and I'm just a big dumb idiot and or you're just a big dumb idiot and I know everything and I've done it all and I've been through this and this and this and this and this. Bullcrap, whereas I came in as a human and was like, hey, I know this stuff's hard, I know it sucks, let me know how I can help you get through this. Here's our end destination. Here's what we want to accomplish by doing this. Here's why we need to do what we're doing. Like I explained everything to them. I didn't tell them they had to do it or their butt was grass, right? I explained to them why it needed to be done. I had good communication with them. And I came off as the guy who was Superman. Everybody loved me throughout, throughout all these places that I'd been, you know, very few people disliked me and actually they kept inviting me back and back and back again, but they never wanted to see anybody else. And it was because I was a good communicator and I didn't make them feel stupid. And so when we get into communication, like, I know you're probably thinking like, Dan, that's a crazy long story for what you're getting into here and I don't necessarily understand how it plays here, but it's huge because he wasn't a good communicator, but he thought he was an awesome communicator. He failed and he lost his role, a very high paying role, within a company that was very good. He lost it because he wasn't a good communicator. Whereas me, a humble, meek person making half his salary, right, came in, was a good communicator with people who weren't even necessarily on my team. But I needed them to be a part of my team because I don't know if you've ever done DOT compliance before. But DOT compliance is, is brutal. And, and the reason I say it's brutal is because of this. You are in a department of your own fleet doesn't want you, safety doesn't want you, HR doesn't want you. But you're 50% fleet, 50% HR, 50% safety, 50% operations, 50% DOT. I know that's over 100%. I get it. That's what DOT is. Like you're everything. You're in everything and nobody wants to claim you. Nobody wants you to be part of their team because your you're risk avoidance is what you are and you're keeping people in compliance, which compliance, everybody hates that word. But You've gotta convince people in operations, people in HR, people in safety, people in fleet, to work with you in order to be successful at your job because you're one person in a company of 4,000 people. And you've gotta convince people to help you. And that's what I had to do, and that's, that's why I know so much about effective communication. Now, am I perfect at communicating effectively all the time? The answer to that is not only no, it's a big old H E double hockey sticks no because I still suck at it. And you can ask my team, and there's times they're like, damn, I don't I don't understand why, what's the end destination? And I'm like, just do it. You don't need to know the end destination right now, just do it. But if I stop and I give them the end destination of why we're doing what we do, they go, Oh, that makes a lot more sense. And then they put more effort into it, and then they can kind of help us get there and then be like, Hey, did you remember to pack swimming trunks because we're going to San Diego? right? They can help me. They can work together as a team because I've effectively communicated to them everything. So as we move forward with this conversation, just a little bit, like I'm not going to take a whole lot longer to chat about this, but there's a few key things that I want to talk about. So the first thing with like being an effective communicator is you have to be humble. You can't be cocky. Okay. Humble. Humble is the key to life. Humility. Humility is huge. You have to have humility. You have to be humble. You can't come across as if you know everything. Number two, you have to have authority when you speak. And I don't mean like authority of the position of authority. Hire and fire people, people scared of you, authority. That's not what I mean. I mean, authority as though you know what you're talking about. That is the the authority that I am speaking of here. Okay. Whenever I walk into a room, I am the authority on DOT. People ask me questions. I can answer them. And that's very, very like it inflates my ego. Like, I'll be honest with you. It makes me feel really good. And now people are starting to ask me questions about, like, marketing and business. And, and it feels so good. I had somebody call me the other day, and they're like, hey, Dan, can you help me evaluate my business? We're thinking about selling it. And I'm like, yes, totally. Would love to help you with this because that makes me an authority on it. It makes them see me as an authority because I'm in business, because I've thought about selling businesses before, because I've worked through that process in the past. So you have to have authority on what you're talking about and not, not be a prick. That's where humility and authority come in and and it's a very fine line between it. Right. But it's really not that fine. It's really not that hard. You can be humble and you can know what you're talking about. And if you don't know what you're talking about, you go, man, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know about that. Let me look it up. I'll have to get back to you. That's authority. That's humility combined. Okay. So you've got to have humility. You've got to be humble. You've got to have authority. You can't be a prick. That goes back to being humble, but I'm going to say you can't be a prick. Okay. If you're a prick, people aren't going to like you. They're not going to want to talk to you. They're not going to want to be around you. You can't bark orders at people. Okay. And then here's, here's the fourth thing. Here's the fourth thing. You have to be able to explain stuff in a way that people actually understand it. So if I come in and I go, Hey, we're going to jump in my plane and we're going to go up and you're going to put it at eight, you're going to put it at 180 knots. You're going to well, like, let's say you've never flown before, okay? And I go, okay, you're going to jump in, you're going to push the your buttons, you're going to start it up, this is how you start it, I sure you how to start it one time, and then I go, okay, now then, when we, once you get to 180 knots, or once we get to 80 knots, you're going to rotate, we're going to take off, and then you're going to tap the brakes, you're going to raise the wheels, and then you're going to make sure we climb out at no less than 120 knots, and we're going to keep going, we're going to bank to the right whenever we get off the runway, just a little ways, so we can kind of get out of the road, and we're going to go to our end destination, you, I want you to set it to 130 degrees, do you know how lost you are right now? Like, I can tell you how lost I would be because people would be like, whenever I first started flying, I would have been like, oh my God, are you you kidding me? I would have been like pulling out my hair because I don't, I don't have much hair to pull out. Right. Okay. Anyways, I would have been, I would have been like pulling out my hair because I was lost. I didn't understand because the communication was overwhelming. It wasn't effective. It wasn't simplified. Okay. First step, start the engines. Second step, do your run up. Make sure you're going to run in the air. Okay. Third step. Once you get on the runway, we're going to rotate. We're going to pull back at 180 knots. Okay, so as you hit 80 knots, we're going, to, we're going to pull back and we're going to take off. Okay? After you take off, we're going to suck the wheels up, tap the brakes, bring those up. Do you see how much more clear my communication is? I said the exact same thing. I just slowed down. In destination is here. I want you to help me get there right let's plan it before we get on on in the air let's do a little bit of preemptive planning before we get up there does that make sense okay so that's number 4 number 5 is share your end destination share your goals share your journey with your team if they know why you're trying to get to denver or chicago or dallas or san diego or phoenix they're going to be more apt to be able to help you right and they're going to be more apt to be able to give you advice to get there from their own life. If I say, hey, I want to go to Phoenix. Tell me what time is the best time to go to Phoenix to do an event down there. And they go, oh, you want to go in December. Well, maybe not. Maybe I want to go in the middle of the summer when it's too friggin' hot to work outside. And people want to go sit in an ac hotel or a meeting room for a full day. Right? Maybe I want to go in August. Maybe I want to go in July. Because people are going to want the day off to come sit in the room with me to learn rather than being out in the field do you see do you see what i'm saying right if i say where i want to go people can then contribute as to why i want to be there when i want to be there and they can also be like hey don't forget it's gonna be hot down here don't wear your jeans and long sleeve shirts right they can give me the advice that i need because i'm humble and i'm going to listen and i can take their opinion that's effective communication so like simplify simplify everything that you do don't make it complex keep it simple all right, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. We're going to wrap it up. I gave you guys a ton of information here. that like I feel like they're just gold, and I'll be honest with you. Yeah, a lot of times I do these podcasts, these vlogs, and they just they really help me get my thoughts together, and so I appreciate you guys listening to my thoughts coming together, number one. Number two, I'm loving this. Like It's been really fun. It's been really good. I'm so excited to continue to share these, and if you don't like them, don't waste your time. If you love them, share it them. Right All right, guys. We will chat with you later. Hope you have a great day. Remember, stay humble, stay strong, stay simplified, and be nice. don't be afraid. All right.